Hello and welcome to the Way Out podcast. This is where we will be discussing all things fitness and life related and how the two intertwine. My aim with this podcast is to be myself, have a laugh, educate and even help some people along in their journeys. Nothing too serious but an enjoyable listen. And if you're expecting perfection here then this is not the place for you. However thank you for listening and if you're ever looking to work with me in the future or now you can be sure to find me on my Instagram, which is Kira O'Connor Coaching. If not there, you can find me on my website, which is kiraoconnor.ie. And once again, thank you for listening. Okay, so hello and welcome to episode two. Um, I'm absolutely blown away by the support and the people who actually listen to it. Like I said, I thought it was going to be like one of those things that was like your friend and like your mom and stuff listen to it. But I actually got some great feedback and I am so, so thankful for anybody who listened. And I know you're probably like, oh, shut up. Will you stop saying thank you? Da, 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 da. So I will. But I really, really appreciate it. Um, But this episode is going to be based around eating disorders and how mine developed. Now, it's not all going to be about me. It's kind of about my journey, but he- what things helped me how I went about certain things, how it developed, why it developed, etc. Um, I'm not going to say that it's going to go from the eating disorder to the end, to me now being completely, I suppose, my relationship with food completely healed and repaired and everything else because I'm going to do a second episode where it's all based around kind of binge eating because like like I said in um, episode one, I previously went from obviously the eating disorder or disordered eating to then completely binging um so either end of the spectrum I went from um so yeah I'm gonna do separate episodes because the feedback that I actually got about um my podcast was that the episode was super short like it was like you know when you go on a walk you want an episode not to be like three hours long obviously um but kind of like a walk and distance so I was thinking okay I'll try my best to stick to like 20 25 maybe max 30 minutes so I said I will just leave this episode purely based on the like based around eating disorders and how I developed one okay so when did this all start and how did I suppose develop or kind of end up with signs of an eating disorder um, so it started around like 2016 so I'm gonna say I was I think I said in the last episode I was about 16 17 I think it was 16 when it all kicked off um but it started because like I said I felt like the fat friend I wanted to get into the gym I wanted to lose weight so I done that exact thing obviously now recognize the fact that I was not happy in my body previously and I viewed my body in a negative light so already I'm kind of I'm not off to a bad start like I'm not saying that you have to be super perfect and love your body before you start the gym but I already wasn't satisfied in my body and I was already being super super negative towards myself so joined the gym and for months like I would just go in and do like I think I was like doing like an hour and two hours two hours an hour to two hours of cardio on the Stairmaster and then like just I don't know what I was doing weight wise I don't even know if I was picking up weight to be quite honest um and then I was coming home and I was just kind of eating whatever like didn't really focus on food food that much but then I got to a point where I was like okay started to really get into it so I was like okay so what is like macros what is a carb what is a fat what is a protein etc so I think I was like deciding okay I'll quit out I remember doing actually a 21 day challenge this is what it was and I actually saved it this is how skitty I was I saved it on my lock screen phone and it was like 21 days of like no chips no fizzy drinks um 
like no chocolate or something like that it was like there was like a list of like seven things right and I stuck to it and this was obviously at the time I was still doing loads and loads of cardio which was obviously nothing but I didn't know any better basically um so that was how I first got into it and obviously through those little challenges I started to see progress but then the more that I cut out like takeaways the chocolate the fizzy drinks anything like actually decent <laughs> Yeah, so it was actually through those little challenges and also doing like an hour to two hours of cardio at the same time that I actually started to see loads of progress. And like I said, the more I cut out, the more I cut those out, the more progress I seen. Um, but I'm speaking to those who are like on their fat loss journey now and feel like they aren't seeing progress and feel like it's taken forever. Like I done this for months, like months on end, and. I know that if it feels like you're not making progress, but one day I woke up and I was just super skinny. Um, now I'm not saying that that's what I want you to be aiming for is to one day wake up um, super skinny. But what I am saying is like, if you're struggling on your fat loss journey, stick it out. Um, obviously nail the basics. Don't go about it the way I, I went about things. So that's not what I'm saying either. And don't quit out food groups. But what I am saying is I know it can feel like you're not making progress. So I urge you to stick with it. Um, and obviously if this is if this is any way ringing any bells with you. Like and this is how you're being coached by somebody. Or if this is how you're coaching yourself. Please don't do it. And please drop me a message and I will help you. Um, because obviously the reason I started to be a coach was because I wanted to stop anything like this. I wanted to stop um people doing mad things like this where they cut out everything because they feel that's the way they need to make progress it's not the way you need to make progress and I am like I'm living proof of it now um but of, of course I've went through so many different cycles in my journey that I'm like oh my god like I feel I feel like I should be about 30 because I've went through so much within fitness um and within food and mindset etc so I always feel like I've gone through so much for just being 21 um but anyways that's what I'm here to I'm here to talk about um so yes it went from obviously started seeing a bit of results one day I woke up super skinny um, and I was like oh my god I love this this is all I ever wanted to be because remember I did not have a good body or a, a good like image of myself basically before I started the gym so all I wanted to do was be skinny because I thought that that was gonna like make people love me more I also like I know some people are going to relate to this and it might sound some cr crazy to some people but like when you're in a friend group with super gorgeous girls and they're still my friends so I absolutely love them um so yeah when you're surrounded by super gorgeous girls and you don't have the best body image and you don't have the best self-confidence or like self-worth or self-love um you can you can start to compare yourself and you can start to feel like what I felt was like that all the lads as you're growing up would be chatting to my friends but like I would not be the one who was getting chatted to, does that make sense, um, so that was kind of where the whole, I suppose that's what sparked me, um, and yeah, I always, I always just felt like super, super insecure maybe, um, and the odd one out, so that's obviously why I started to love being skinny, and why I was like, oh my god, this is absolutely amazing that I'm finally skinny, because now, people are gonna see me and they're gonna they're gonna look at me and you know like I'm gonna be the one who gets talked to or I know that's not even a sentence so whoever's listening to this please don't kill me I know it's not really a sentence to say talk to but um yeah what I mean is like I wasn't the one who was being chatted up so I thought when I was skinny I would finally get that and people would look at me and 
blah, blah, blah. So I kept going with that, kept going with my journey. I was in the gym. I was enjoying it more now because I felt like I was starting to see results. And that's always the case. People love the gym, love to be eating the correct nutrition, etc. when they're starting to see results. Um, so that was me. I got more and more into the nutrition side of things. So then I became absolutely obsessed with tracking my food and weighing everything and weighing it down to a T. Like I would track, like I would weigh out almonds, like I would weigh out like seven, eight grams of almonds and put them into my oats. Um, Like it was just, I, I took things to an insane level because I was seeing progress. So I was like, okay, this is working. If I control my food, I can see more and more progress. And then like abs started to show, I wasn't eating much at all, I was going to the gym for like two hours. So I'll give you a brief run through of what my exact day looked like. So I would wake up, I'd go to school, I don't think I'd eat before I went to school, I'd have no breakfast so my lunch then would be at one o'clock. Come home, I'd just have broccoli and let's just say two turkey burgers. So that's only about 300 calories right now off the top of my head. I'd come home then... um. Or no, I'd have I'd have like a, a yogurt bowl or something like or like a big bowl of jelly or something after that. Then I'd go back to school. Would come home at four o'clock. I'd literally get two pieces of gum. I always thought chewing gum made me less hungry, and now it makes me hungrier. Weird, but I always thought it made me less hungry. So anyways, come home after four, two pieces of gum straight to the gym, and I'd literally be over in the gym. I'd say from five o'clock till about eight o'clock at night. I wouldn't get home till after eight, and then at that point I was. I was coming home and I'd probably just have plain chicken and a bit of boiled, boiled broccoli, bit of cabbage maybe on the side. And that was me. So can you imagine like I'm eating, that was about 900 calories. Like, and that's off the top of my head. So anybody who tells you you can't lose weight on low calories, you absolutely can. But you're going to see now how it's not sustainable. So I was eating 900 calories day in, day out. But obviously I had no idea at the time like what the what like low calories was going to do to me. So I lost absolutely every ounce of muscle that I had. I lost everything. I was literally like I don't know, I was just oh sorry my belly is grumbling at the moment. Um but yeah, I lost everything. Like I was just absolutely ripped. I was lean. I my energy was shit, I was obsessed with tracking my food and weighing food, and like anybody who would be like to me, oh my god, you're so motivated, how do you do it, da 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 da, I was literally like, I, I loved it, like it, it honestly, it, it made me feel so, so great, and I'm, I'm, I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that, is that like when they get super lean, and everybody's comments and kind of on their body and how they look and especially when you come from a place of not appreciating your body and not loving yourself those comments are fucking great like they feel absolutely amazing um so that was kind of how exactly how I felt and it it made me want to lose more basically it made me want to be ripped all of the time so like that is the danger of not loving yourself not appreciating your body like and again this can come from your home life as well so like maybe for me growing up I wasn't shown like a super loving family or I wasn't shown how to appreciate my body or I wasn't shown that as I was growing up um and that's how it kind of then manifests into your actual life so a lot of people who don't love themselves and don't love their body and like you know and have self-confidence like issues it usually stems from family life, you know, so I know a lot of this was stemming from my, I didn't know at the time, but now I know, looking back, a lot of it was stemming from my family life, and like, eating disorders 
and like disorderly and I'm becoming obsessed with your body and obsessed with food to the level that I was like all tying it back to how I looked then and was like no I have to be super lean have to control my food have to control my food to the extent that like I couldn't eat anything that wasn't weighed like I remember going on a trip with my friend Bobby and we went over to Birmingham and I brought my weighing scales with me to her auntie's house and her auntie was like what the fuck is going on here like I had to weigh every single thing over there and then I think like one night they were getting like a Chinese and you've no idea how much I wanted to binge like how much I was absolutely dying to eat the house because when you need to remember that like when you're in this mindset this went from like zero to 100 straight away for me so I got lean super lean was tracking all of my food and then I was obsessed like had to control everything so when I broke that control so when I couldn't control what I was putting into my mouth couldn't control like what I was eating etc or I was in a different environment that that wasn't my normal routine you would want to eat everything then inside because think of how restrictive I've been I've only been eating 900 to a thousand calories a day and then I went to a completely different environment didn't have my gym didn't have my normal food was still trying to weigh everything was still trying to control things but when you're in a different environment you don't have the same control that you do when you're at home and you're in your lovely routine and it's laid out and it's rigid to a T you don't have the same control so like I said I know I'm saying control a lot but when you lose that you then probably end up just binging and eating everything so that was kind of what happened to me over there but like that's the level of skittiness I was at like weighing scales had to come with me had to travel with it couldn't eat anything that wasn't weighed um, and like I said, it all kind of stems back to your home life. So I think at the time, it wasn't at the time, but like, you know, like as a kid, you grow up, we all have our own traumas. Like this is not like a pity party, but this is like, this is just reality. Like we all have our own shit going on. And I think obviously my mom and dad weren't together. So he was in and out of the picture. Then I think my dad had a stroke when I was like four. 13 13 14 um so a lot of that like can you imagine like obviously hasn't been dealt with so then I find this when I'm like 16 yes it's two years later but I find something that I can control whereas I can't control what's going on around me I can't control my family situation and like I probably would describe myself as, as like a super anxious person um and definitely was back then was a super anxious person like worried about mad stuff like things that like wouldn't even happen worried about them or overthought them um so that's how kind of your family life can then manifest into your actual life and the life that you're living and that's how it did I had no control in my actual life so when you find food in the gym and controlling your body that's how you become obsessed with it because you're missing you're, you're like avoiding everything else in your life basically and you're using that to cope with everything that's going on and um, so that was how it all kind of manifested for me I'm not saying everybody's like this but I do think a lot of it I don't think it just stems from okay you label food good and bad yes that plays a part but and like cutting out food groups plays a massive part but you also have to look at the person's life then so that's obviously where my coaching comes in it's like you're looking at somebody's life you're looking at what they're going through you're looking at family you know like if um like if they have any avoidant tendencies, you know, so for me, it was like avoiding everything that was going on in my life, um, but yeah, I was still such a young age, you know, so it's obviously quite young for all of this to be developing, so I had no idea, like, why it was actually stemming, I only learned this years later when I went to therapy, um, 
but that's just for anyone who may be going through the same stuff or even if it's just disordered eating where you're just kind of you know pushing food back you're not eating proper you're cutting out food groups you're labeling stuff good and bad etc like there's a lot more to it um and don't like cut yourself some slack you're doing the best this was the first thing i was actually told in therapy was that you were do i done the best that i could with the knowledge that i had at the time and that's something that i always stick by now is that like anybody who may be going through the, the same stuff like don't be beating yourself up over because you're doing the best that you possibly could with the knowledge that you have right now um so that was kind of how it developed for me then I got to the stage where I was just like absolutely exhausted and anything I ate if it wasn't in my normal routine I felt like I had to go run it off and like that was actually what I done I went out and I went for a run anything that was not in quote unquote allowed to be eaten for me I went out and ran it off or if I felt like I was after eating my calories and obviously at the time I had like a fitness watch so that told me how many calories I burned so I always was under those calories like I couldn't be over those calories and if I was over those calories I'd go out and burn more calories so then my like my input was lower than my or sorry yeah my what I took in like calorie wise from food my output was more than that it always 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 had to be so at this point then when I was like obviously out running all the time super super lean of course my family were worried it's not as if they didn't see any of this going on but my mom would like be always like oh my god like you can't go to the gym or you can't be doing this like you're, you're way too skinny here I'm worried and blah 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 and like like it's like it's like being super strict on your children like it doesn't work they just always retaliate usually um so for me it was like she was telling me not to go to the gym and I was like oh my god she cannot be doing that so like I'd be fully I said this actually in Saz's podcast podcast before like I remember my mom barricading me in and being like you're not going to the gym oh full-on done a boxing session in my room like that's that's that is where I was at people and um, it was just like had to burn calories if I didn't burn calories I couldn't eat my food so the fact that she was not letting me go to the gym meant that I couldn't burn calories so it was like hell to the no um is this gonna happen so I just done boxing in my room yeah done a full on boxing session um so I think one day then she just asked me and I think this is what I needed so like maybe anybody who's going through the same stuff or they have someone in mind that may be going through the same thing sometimes depending on the person I don't know for sure but I just don't think that level coming at somebody like that when they're going through this or being like I think you have a disorder or I think you have an eating disorder or I think you have this going on sometimes that's not the right way to go about things or barricading their child in because they're like so afraid of them to leave like sometimes these things just have to play themselves out and for me it just had to play out like I didn't care what anybody else was saying like I was loving the fact that I was lean but it was torture at the same time so I know this sounds like it's contradicting itself but I loved the fact that I had abs but I also hated the fact that I had lost all of my muscle because I still wasn't happy with my body and remember like the main reason I started this was because I was not happy with my body yet I went through such extreme changes to be quote-unquote satisfied or be quote-unquote loved by other people but I still didn't love myself I didn't love the fact that I had abs yes it was great and like people t saying oh my god you're so lean and da 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 made me want it more but it didn't make me love myself more like I used to look at myself every day and be like oh my god Kerry, you've no ass like what is going on your muscle is all gone blah 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 and then I got to a point where I felt like everybody was looking at me because I was so skinny um so yeah anyways just went off on a tangent but what I was saying is is that I just don't think it's the right way to go about things is to try and lock your child up and try and not let them do anything 
because you're trying to wrap them in bubble wrap and that never ever works sometimes like I said these things need to play itself out so I think it got to a stage then where I think my mom like just asked me one day she was like like are you just like are you okay and all of a sudden I just broke down and I was like I just can't do this anymore I was like I'm just everything I eat I have to run off and it's just such a vicious cycle and I don't know how to stop it and I'm just so lost and I was just absolutely all over the place um, and I think this was the first time I had ever admitted it um, because I was just so burnt out like can you imagine having to run every day or go for the gym every two like I went to the gym seven days a week seven days a week for at least two hours couldn't miss a gym day couldn't have a rest day if it was a if, if I didn't go to the gym I had to run or I had to do something so like imagine how exhausting that is for a human like this is why I'm so big on balance right now like this is obviously what my coaching space around is just having balance in your life because that is no way for anybody to live and I know how torturous it is in the mind never mind on what you're doing to your body this was mind-boggling for me like I was so so tired every day um so yeah went to the doctor kind of admitted that I had like an eating disorder they tried to get me into like I think at the time it was I think it was jigsaw um and I think I went to like one or two sessions but like she was coming at me with this stuff that yes I had I had admitted that I had something going on and I, I wasn't able to stop it and I wasn't able to cope with it but she was like oh my god right okay so you need to stop tracking and you need to let go of my fitness pal and everything else and I was like okay this is this cannot happen you're not going to take my control away from me so remember this is all coming back to control I was like there's no way that you're going to take this control from me so yes I had admitted that I had an issue and that I couldn't cope with it but she was coming at me asked me to take she wanted to take the control away from me and the control was the only thing that I had in my life then you know and this sounds so sad for literally a 16 17 year old to be going through but that was the only control I had in my life so it was like no quit so I stopped going to those sessions and like yes maybe my family could have forced me to go back but they didn't they let things play out and then I got to a point where I was like right I knew I had to eat more um I had actually met a really good friend in the gym as well that I had started to train with and like he was obviously telling me that okay you need to eat more you need to be doing this you need to be eating more protein you need to be having a little bit more calories so then it was like okay I was still controlling my food I was still eating lots of calories or no I started to eat lots of calories sorry um but then like like glimpses of binges started coming in so like let's say my friends would get a takeaway and I wouldn't eat it but they'd leave their leftovers I would eat the leftovers and I'd have a full-on binge mode and then I go for probably 10k run the next day and that kept happening and then obviously Christmas time was coming around so obviously I'm bringing you through the years but this all started in 2016 so I'm gonna say we're back back up at Christmas time 2018 where I'm going out for runs because I just ate so much over the Christmas like to the point that I felt sick all of the time so yes I was eating more calories I was but this was all controlled so this was all being tracked in my fitness pal so like I said eating disorders disordered eating like a lot of it does come back to control um so was tracking still all my calories was eating a decent amount I think I had got myself up to like 2000 um and then I started eating more like 2300 but see I couldn't I knew I could never put the weight on because I was always burning more than what I was intaking so remember I was still using my watch my watch calorie burn and what I was actually intaking as a good guide to go off it's not a good guide to go off by the way and um, so I started to put on a bit of weight 
but I still knew it was controlled because I was still tracking my calories, I was still burning more. Um, and obviously I had some friend, I had a friend then in the gym who was encouraging me to eat more. So yeah, I was eating more now. I was eating like well over 2000, was still below what I was actually burning. Um, but I was starting to see progress and uh, like progress within like my legs, my glutes, was putting on a bit of weight. But I think I was putting on a bit of weight because of the binges that I was having. Not necessarily because I started eating more calories because my body needed more calories. Um, but I think it was because of the frequent binges that started to happen then. So girls, I'm actually not even joking. I have the itchiest nose right now. I know this is so bizarre to put in a podcast as well, but my my nose is so itchy and I think it usually means that you're going to fight with someone. So let's pray I don't fight with anybody today. Um, but what I actually wanted to clarify was the watch. So the watch burn, and I always hear this with clients who first start with me or I see this a lot as well that like people are like, oh my God, I don't burn as much as I would on a leg day compared to an upper body day of course you're not going to burn as much, like you're not doing that much in upper body day and it's okay to not sweat, sweat does not mean that you're, you're working out, everybody wants to die in a workout and even you get a lot now obviously with me being in CrossFit, you get a lot of people just wanting to like sweat and burn calories etc but it's not good, like it's not a good gauge of whether you're actually going to build muscle or anything like that, you know like calorie burning is great in a sense but it's, it's literally just a like your calorie burn is just based on how fast you can get your heart rate up and if you can keep that heart rate up so if you go for a run of course you're going to burn more calories than you would on an upper body day because your heart rate is constantly up because you are constantly running like whereas upper body days you're doing your sets you're taking rest etc so stop using your watches to look at your calorie burn it's not necessary and it's not even it's not even a good indicator really of anything to be quite honest um so if you feel like you're at that stage and you're getting a little bit obsessed, maybe take the watch off. And this goes for anything that I have probably talked about. If you feel like you're getting obsessed with tracking your food and everything has to be like tracked to a T and like you're weighing out like ridiculous stuff and you know like you're 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 kind of you're relating to some of the stuff that I'm saying, like reach out, you know, talk to somebody because I felt so alone and I felt like I had nobody to talk to. And I kind of didn't because I didn't want to admit it and like nobody could relate. But I swear to God, if I had listened to a podcast back then and someone was talking about exactly what I was going through in the moment, I probably would have texted that person because they I knew they could relate, you know. And you always, when you're alone like this, you always want to, you want to talk to somebody random, but somebody who knows what you're going through. Does that make sense? So it's always much easier to tell a randomer what you're going through than it is to tell your family and friends, etc. Um, so if anybody's feeling like this I'm open for the chats. So yeah that is probably exactly how I kind of developed my eating disorder, a little bit of background on it as well um, and like I said it comes from lack of control usually in your in your home life or in your life in general Um, obviously having the not best body image comes with that like if you don't have the best body image like you're constantly putting yourself down, like that obviously doesn't help the situation as well, I'm not saying anybody, like everybody who has a bad body image is going to develop an eating disorder, that's not what I'm saying, but I'm saying there was a lot of things that obviously came together and like molded into then me having this eating disorder, so you're probably wondering, oh well how do you know you had an eating disorder, so when I went to that, do- when I went to the doctor that time and they were like, and I was admitting all of these things about food and feeling like I had to run it off and etc, like I was obviously crying saying all of this 
but at the end of that doc like that session they were just basically like look it sounds it does sound like an eating disorder i'm gonna refer out for this so that was when i went to those lovely appointments that i did not like so as you can tell from where i just stopped in the episode um i was still tracking my food a lot i was still like really controlling things and like again this all comes back to trying to control things um so I still had a lot going on but in the next episode I am going to talk about the binging and how I went from this extreme level to binging um and what that's involved like what's involved in that and what's the difference between just overeating and binging I will talk about all of that in the next episode but again if this any of this is like ringing any bells or you you feel like you're kind of dealing with any of these maybe not to the level that I was or maybe to the level that I was, I don't know, but if, like I said, if any of this is resonating, please do reach out, don't be afraid to. Oh, and again, I could be, like, missing parts, or forgetting to, like, really dive deep onto other parts, which I did say in my introduction as well, so, like, obviously message me if there's anything more that you would like me to talk about, um, and help you understand a little bit more, um, but I'm really, really excited to do the binging episode, because, that's where it all kind of hits me and it's all very deep um but it's not gonna be super boring either there will be something for you to learn um and again you could just be getting confused you could think that you're binging and you might just be overeating so all of that again will be clarified but it is a good that one is going to be a really good episode basically but i think that is all for now so thank you for listening um which i think i already said in my introduction but thank you again and I hope you all have a great day and whatever day you're listening to this and thank you for always supporting me basically.